Let's do our confession. I decree God agrees. I am a soul winner. I am a contagious Christian. I positively influence and encourage everyone around me. I am a disciple maker. God's Tabernacle Christian Family Church influences Sadek. God's Tabernacle Christian Family Church fulfills her calling for this season. God's Tabernacle Christian Family Church has all the resources to meet the community's needs. We receive God's favor and man's favor. We have compassionate care for the needy. Constant prayer is our lifestyle. We bear much fruit. We are givers. We heartily worship God with our possessions. Christ's redemptive purpose is accomplished in Sadek. We see a thousand churches established in our lifetime. Sadek, the Lord God is your God. You belong to God. In Jesus' name, amen. Father, we thank you that even as we receive your word this day, we thank you that your word goes forth in power and in anointing. We thank you, Father, for ministering unto us supernaturally by your spirit. Father, I thank you that faith will rise up in every heart, even as we receive your word. I thank you, Lord, that fear, doubt, and confusion will go. That, Father, clarity of mind will arise, even as we receive your way. In the name of Jesus Christ, we thank you, Lord, for doing that by your Spirit. In Jesus' name. And everybody say, Amen. Amen. Turn to somebody, even as you sit down, tell them, I am the highly favored of the Lord. Now, let's turn to Philippians chapter 4, verse 9. Hallelujah. Philippians chapter 4, from verse 9. Now, today I am talking on the subject, developing a spiritual stamina. Hallelujah. You know, developing what? A spiritual stamina. You know, uh, that we need to develop our spiritual stamina. Now, one of the resolutions that I that I took, uh, we all have New Year's resolution, isn't it? So, one of my New Year resolution for 2023 uh, was I want to run. I want to run. Now, I've been exercising, you know, for a long time. Normally, I exercise. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. I spend at least an hour in the gym. Now, that's why when I, when we build this house, uh, I wanted to have a gym in our house. You know, for convenience sake. Because, number one, I wanted to exercise. Number two, 
I wanted to exercise at my own time in a way it's convenient for me. Number three, I wanted to, you know, put it in a way that I will be able to to watch, you know, the preachings then, you know, and so while I exercise. So I will be benefiting physically and also spiritually. So that's why, you know, I have a TV there, you know, and then I can go into I always watch programs, follow, you know, messages, you know, as I exercise. Yeah. So I've been doing that, you know, ever since we we moved in into, you know, our house. And uh, so what happens is, at least I spend an hour, you know, we spend an hour with Pastor Luisa, you know, uh, in the gym. So I know that the first day, on Thursday, I mean on the on Monday, would be doing cardio, exercising the heart. You know, uh, so would go into the treadmill, run, and most of the time, you know, maybe go to the bicycle, you know, cycle, and you know, do that. Uh, exercise whereby you are running. You know, Tuesday, I will do the upper body, you know, uh, the muscles, you know, right here. Whatever I do in front, I do at the back. So the upper back, I will exercise that, you know, and the arms also on Tuesday. On Wednesday, I will do the abs, you know, the lower back and the stomach. And Thursday, I would do the legs, you know, and so that would be, that has been my routine, you know, over over the years that, you know, this is what I, I do. Now, uh, sometime last year, my treadmill, you know, broke, and so it was not working. And so, uh, last year, I said that, See, I, I was not fond to, to running. You know, running was not my thing. And so last year, <coughs> yeah, I decided that I'm going to, I'm going to go into the, the road now and begin to run. And so when we went on holiday, you know, I, I bought myself, there was a special, so I bought myself running shoes. I want to go into the, the because when you take a resolution, you must follow it up. I know that Pastor Mlangeni uh, runs. Uh, he always, when they were going to you would run from Hopon to uh, to Mudimole. You know, that's how many kilometers? About 50 kilometers. Uh, you would run there, run back. You know, and at times I'm going to Bela Bela, I pass him on the road, he's running, you know. So, Pastor, uh, Pastor Mkuru also runs. Yeah. How many kilometers do you run? <laughs> Did you hear that? <laughs> Ten, 
kilometers in less than an hour. 57 minutes, 45 seconds. That's faster than my pace. So, I, so I, 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 you know, I decided that I will run. So, when we came back from holiday, uh, first thing Monday, that Monday, I didn't want to postpone it further. Hey, no, no, we came back. Uh, I think we came back during the week, yeah, because we left there on Wednesday, when KZN. Uh, we were in Devon, we left uh, Devon on Tuesday, uh, Monday, yes, I remember, uh, Tuesday, so we were here Wednesday, so Thursday, the very next day, I went into the road, you know, and I ran, you know, uh, the road that I take, you know, it goes up the hill, you know, down, come back, make a U-turn, go up the hill, and you know, I, until I, I get I get home, so it's about nine kilometers the route that I take. Yeah. And I was taking Edgar one hour. <laughs> one hour. Uh, five minutes, so sixty-five minutes. In there. And so uh, the first instance is it, it was really hard. You know. I mean, after the first 10 minutes, you know, I felt, <sighs> yeah. I thought that I was fit, and I realized that I was not as fit as I thought. It was a real challenge, you know. But one thing that I did. I didn't want to rush it. I took my pace. I kept on running. You know, kept on pushing. You know. And then I did my round and came back. You know. And so that was Thursday. <clears throat> and so then, you know, Friday, it's our day of prayer. So just spend the whole day in prayer. So I don't, I don't exercise on Friday. So and then Saturday, you know, we had this and that to do Sunday. It's church. Monday, I went back into the road. And I ran. You know, at least this time, it was better than the previous time. You know. And so now, I am running Monday and Thursday. You know, I'm running Monday, and then I'm doing strength Tuesday, Wednesday. You know, yeah, Tuesday and Wednesday, I do strength. So uh, I run for cardio. I run on Monday. I run also on <coughs> on Thursday. So now I'm doing, and I think I've cut off uh, about three minutes. You know, so one hour, two minutes. You know, run about that. Where's my phone? Yeah. <coughs> okay, all the records are in there. Anyway, uh, so uh, I, I, I do that. So, but now, you know, when I do it, it's, a, it's just a joy. You know, I would have my earphones there, you know, 
listen to the preaching. So all this time, you know, I'm running, you know, I'm listening to the preaching and I'm running on the road, you know. And so I'm gaining twice, physically and also, you know, spiritually. You know, I'm benefiting. And so now it is, yeah, it's nothing. I'm even going further. When I get, get into uh, the place, I pass my house, go the other round and come back. You know, so I'm going further, and, and that is good. But one thing that I notice is that I now have stamina for many other things that are not uh, running-related. The other day I was telling Pastor I said, you know, this has given me stamina you know, that I'm able to you know, sustain some physical uh, things, you know, longer. You know. And also when I exercise, I'm able to do more, you know, to sustain, to push further, you know, to do this. So that has help me. So, now I want to talk about, uh, you know, spiritual stamina. Hallelujah. With that in mind. Have you found the scripture? Now, the Bible says, what you have learned and received and hate and sin in me. What you have done what? Number one is learned. Number two, received. Number three, hate. And number four, sin in me. Now, uh, this is talking about the different levels of receiving from God. You know, and different ways of receiving from God. You have learned, you have observed and seen that, you know, this is how things are done. You have received it. You have embraced it. You, know, you have had it. You know, and then you have seen in me. So, uh, here, you know, Apostle Paul is talking to the church in Philippi. He says, you have learned some things. You have sat under my ministry. You have learned some things. You have received some things. You know, you have heard me telling you some things. You have, have seen how I do things. Because one of the ways of learning is to observe. Yeah. Observe. You don't need to be close to a person to learn. You just have to open up your eyes. I don't have, you know, like with Apostle Theo, I'm learning a lot. And I'm learning a number of things. When I'm around him, I observe. I observe a lot of things. I have my eyes open and I observe. I observe. When he's out there teaching, I, I observe. So I see, okay, this is how, you know, things are done. When I have an opportunity to talk to him, I ask re relevant questions because I want to share, you know, I want to learn. Are you with me? 
And so Paul says, whatever you have learned and received and heard and seen in me, what should you do? Practice these things. And the God of peace will be with you. Yeah. It says practice them. Now, what is practice? Eh? You, you do what? You, you put what, eh, what you have learned, you put it into practice. Yeah. You, you, you do that. Yeah. Uh, you put it into action. Yeah. Or, another meaning is you repeatedly do something to master an action. That is practice. You know, I want to learn. This is a narrow step. I want to learn uh, to walk straight on this. You know, so I would repeatedly do that. Go through this route. You know, and then in the beginning, I will miss. You know, maybe a step or do something, but I keep on doing the same thing. Eh? You know, I keep on doing the same thing, and uh, I will do it until, if I can put this word, it becomes my second nature. How many of you can drive a manual car? You can drive a manual car, right? Six of you. Right. <laughs> Now, how did you learn how to drive a manual car? You, you, you practice, right? You get into the car, you know, and then the first time you look, you're supposed to look there, but you're looking where the foot uh, is stepping, you're checking, you know. And maybe your instructor says, stop. You know, you forgot, by the way, which one. You know, instead of stop, you press the accelerator. <laughs> and then there is a big fight. No, no, stop. You know, and then all of that. Yeah. Why? Because you are still learning. Yeah. So, you have, you have to, for you to be perfect, you have to repeatedly do that, you know, until driving is now your second nature. Let me ask you that when you drive, do you normally look, you know, am I stepping? Yeah. I'm going next to the robot, uh, I have to stop, you go, you look again, uh, where is it? Do you do that? No, you don't do that, right? Because you're, you you have mastered an action. Yeah. You know this is what supposed to be happening. Now, how did you master the action? By repeatedly doing that. Yeah. By repeatedly doing that. And so, Paul says that what you have learned what you have received, 
what you have heard and what you have seen in me. Practice these things. In other words, do them repeatedly. You just keep on doing them. And as you keep on doing them, it says, and the God of peace will be with you. Now, people will tell you how people become successful. Success. Success is by doing the correct thing repeatedly, you know, always. What is that statement that you say now? Yes, success is not an event, but is yeah, it's 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 something that you repeat repeatedly doing. So if you doing the wrong things repeatedly, is going to you are going to end up a failure because you are doing the wrong things repeatedly. But if you keep on doing the right things, you know, you're just doing uh, the right things repeatedly, you will end up successful. Now, how people end up successful in life is because they're doing the right things, always. So, what are the right things? They wake up in the morning. They know it's time to wake up. When it's time to wake up, they don't lie there. They wake up. Yes. You know, they wake up. You know, and then when they wake up, they prepare themselves. They are focused, these people. And then when you do that, I mean, simple things. Pastor, successful. Yes. It's a small thing, but it's a correct thing to do. Yeah. And then that's what parents need to their children. Yeah, that wake up. Make your bed. No, I don't want to make my bed. It's a right thing to do. You are getting them to practice the right thing. Make your bed. Nobody will come and, you know, pick up after you. You need to learn to do that. Yeah. So, is the small actions that we need to be doing that will set us in the correct path? So, Paul says that you have seen how I do things. You know, you have learned how I do things. You have been taught, you know, how I do things. You have heard, you know, how I do things, how I say things. So those things, practice them. See, Paul was not there with them all the time. But he has set an example for them to follow. And then from there he says, do that, do that, do that. You know, those things, do them, do them, do them. And that will help them. You see, I had to stick to running because I determined that I want to run. Even though I didn't like it. You know, but I'm beginning to enjoy it. You know, but I didn't like it. Running, 
was not my thing. Yeah. I didn't like running. Believe you me, I didn't. Pastor Luis is also surprised that I'm running because he has never seen me run. Have you? <laughs> she says I'm putting her on the spot. <laughs> so, but, you know, uh, I determined to do that and then I told myself, I am going to do that. Whether I feel like doing it or not. There were times whereby I feel my legs are not carrying me. Yeah, I'm about to collapse or something. You know, uh, at other times, my legs will be fine, but no strength from within to run. You know, something says, you know, you need to make a U-turn, you know, go and rest, you know, you will try tomorrow. What's that? Oh, okay. I saw the one. I guess it translates. But I saw senior sailor. Yeah. You know, I haven't done anything wrong. Just make a U-turn and go back. You know, relax. Tomorrow is another day. Why in a hurry? You know, Rome was not built in one day. <laughs> those things are coming. Yeah. But, you know, another mind was said, you have to stick on. Yeah. And then I will stick on. And my body will be, hey, you know, just, just stop. I will stick on. I will run. I will run slower, but I will run. Yeah. And I will run. And at the end of the day, when I'm done, I will say, wow, I made it. Thank God that I made it. So, practicing to do the right thing is what will set you ahead. It's what will set you above the rest of the people. Because you are doing the right thing repeatedly. You know that I have to read my Bible on a daily basis. So that is why we make it a practice to read a scripture every day. It's a right thing to do. Yeah. So uh, you say, but how will reading Ezekiel really make me successful? No, it's a right thing to do. Yeah. So we say, we are reading this scripture. You read it. Yeah. And then uh, you find that they're talking about what? You know, they're talking about the bones rising. You don't understand. They say uh, the river that runs in this was so many cubic, and you don't understand. Just keep on re uh, re reading. Even if you don't understand, read it. It's a correct thing to do. Are you with me? Yeah. Keep on coming to church. Make it a habit of coming to church. It's the right thing to do. You know, keep on coming to the prayer meeting. It's the right thing to do. 
You might not feel like coming to the prayer meeting. You might be uh, feeling tired, but it's the right thing to do. So you practice doing that. And you know what happens? As you keep on doing those things, it gives you a spiritual stamina. Gives you a spiritual stamina. I remember uh, when we had prayer meetings, lunchtime prayers, remember? You know, Monday to Friday in the city, while, we, while the city campus, the church was still in Church Street, 54 Church Street. You know, you remember that? Now, I said that I am going to lead prayer meetings every day. Hey, Matomo, it was not a child's play. Yeah. But, you know, I kept on doing it for that time, 30 minutes or so forth of prayer. Keep on praying, you know, every day when I was there, praying, praying, praying. And, you know, after month, two months, you know, now I had built a stamina, you know, of prayer. And so prayer was, was like an easy going. Why? Because I have been praying. I built up a stamina. And so January we pray, you know, from 10 until 2 during the day, it's also in the evening. Yeah. And I would come here and say that I will be leading prayer for those four hours. And, you know, uh, doing that, here you are, you're fasting and you are leading prayer. You see, leading, it's unlike following. You know, right there, all you know, apela osimo. Unalui kuto, wotele nyana, ukute nyana. Marimo oikuto the whole world is watching you. <laughs> you have to be praying. People are depending on your prayers. Yeah. And so it demands a lot from you. Yeah. But what happens? You just keep on going. Keep on going. Yeah. And then after, maybe started on Monday, Tuesday, by Wednesday, you have built up a stamina. You know, come Friday, it's like we should not end. You know, why? Because you have built a stamina of prayer. Yeah. And so that is how it is uh, also with our prayer time. Maybe you might be here and saying that, oh, you know, I don't... You know, after five minutes, you know, I don't know what to say, you know. I don't know. Now I don't know. Now after five minutes, I am done. Yeah. But now, how do you build a stamina? It's by pushing further. You know, you keep on praying. You keep on praying. You keep on praying. You keep on praying. You know, now, in the beginning, like we say that you first start by faith. You know, you, you first start by faith. But, 
you know, after you have gotten in, there is a, there is a time whereby now is like the Holy Spirit is taking over. You know, now it's no longer by faith, it's by the Spirit. You are flowing in the Spirit. You know? But now, if you don't push in by faith right there, you won't be able to reach that level whereby the Spirit is now carrying you. So how do you get to that level? It's by pushing by faith. You push by faith. You know, you, you, you pray in, you pray in, you push in, you push in. And as you push in, you know, the Holy Spirit now takes you, you know, you get into that level. It's now by the Spirit of God. You're flowing. You know, you even surprise yourself, you know, that I, am I able to pray this much? Am I able to uh, do this? You know, it's by the Spirit of God. That won't happen if you don't practice. If you don't do it. You know. So practice is referring to putting into action. Amen? Now, let's look at First Timothy chapter 4, verse 15. 1 Timothy chapter 4, verse 15. The Bible says, are we there? It says, do what? Practice these things. Eh? Immerse yourself in them so that all may see your progress. So how will we progress in life? By practicing. Now, if you go to verses before, they will tell you, you know, godliness, you know, all of that. You know, mention all the good things. You, you, you do them. So the Bible says, practice them. And put them into practice. Tell yourself, I will always tell the truth. If you're not fond to telling the truth, you know, there's always a starting point. And it's not tomorrow, it's now. <clears throat> yeah. You tell yourself, you know, normally I, 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 I tell half-truth, you know, or white lies, you know, or things like that. But now I am just going to tell the truth. I'm going to own up. I'm not going to blame anybody. I'm going to own up. So you start. It might be humiliating. Hum yeah, you're naive. Humiliating. You, okay. hey, Mar how will people, th what will people think about me? You know, I am telling the truth. You know, and uh, now I, I, I want to mix it. Yeah, shaya shaya there, you know, do this. Yeah. And, uh, but you tell yourself, I'll just tell the truth. You keep on doing that. When you practice it, what will happen? It becomes now your second nature. Did you eat sugar? You don't say, ah, you know, there was somebody who entered here. I didn't see him. No. If you did, you say, yes, I did. 
You admit to it. Are you with me? Yeah. And so, uh, practice these things. Yeah. And then when you practice them, it's, it says immerse yourself in them. And you, you immerse yourself. You are in them that I am a person who is living right for God. I will always think right. You know, I refuse wrong thinking. You know, I will always tell the truth. And I won't take what is not mine. You know, I will always be honest. I will always, you know, you, you immerse yourself in these things. And as you immerse these things, the Bible says that, as, why do you do that? So that all, you know, people may see your progress. That you will progress in life. You, know, you will progress spiritually. And when you progress spiritually, it's going to affect all other areas of your life. So that is important in our lives. Amen? So, Now, let me close by. You want me to close? Okay, one more. Second Peter 1, verse 10. Second Peter, chapter 1, verse 10. Now, what does it say? Therefore, brothers, be all the more diligent to confirm your calling and election. For if you practice these qualities, you will never fall. Eh? You, you, you practice good qualities, you will never fall. So there are, there, are, there are some things that are not, you know, at face value, sin. But when you engage yourself in them, they will lead you into a position whereby ultimately you fall. So God says that be all more, uh, more diligent. So you pay attention to them. You tell yourself that, you know, I'm not going to, I'm not going to do this thing. Because when I do this thing, this thing will ultimately lead me into a wrong behavior. You know, and then a wrong behavior will ultimately make me fall. Like I told myself, I'll never touch alcohol. Whether it's a sweet wine, or, you know, whatever, I will never touch it. Why? You know, I will never be, you know, why? Because this thing will ultimately lead you. You know, it, it, it becomes a bad practice. Are you with me? You know, I say, oh, you know, Pastor, yeah, when I eat only, no, when I eat, you just, you know, take a sip and so forth. 
I said, no, I will not do that. Yeah. Because flesh, do you know flesh? I'm telling you, flesh is dangerous. Yeah, and then, then you will be saying it's good for the heart. You know, and then from there you say, no, <coughs> that glass was good for the heart. But the next one, it's after 30 minutes, you say, this one now is good for the liver. They say, you know, it works on the liver. You know, an hour late, you take another glass, you say, this one, it makes your mind to, you know, open up. And at the end of the day, the whole bottle go. <laughs> so I told myself I will not do that. So I practice, you know, doing the right things. You know, because uh, I don't want to fall. Are you with me? I know there are some movies that I won't watch. You know, when a moment, the moment there is bad language, you know, I switch off. Yeah. Because I know that that thing is going to affect my life. Yeah. Now, there are clean movies that we can watch, you know, and, you know, good documentaries that we can, we can watch. There's nothing wrong with that, you know. So, I don't I want to... You one day see me going go go cinema or Pastor Wee a ready moving. I never said that. <laughs> yeah. And so my daughters at times they they pull us. We are going to the movie, you know. We're going to watch you know Pila Pila Watari popcorn, you know. <laughs> But now, you know, uh, they, 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 now they, they say no. They force me, especially in Tati. I don't want. Uh, oh, Papa, please subscribe to Netflix. I'm not going to. No, you know, I want it. It really pestered me until I gave in. And so I've noticed now they are good, good documentaries, good, I like documentaries, you know, good movies there that you can, and you know, uh, good things that you can watch there, you know, very good. Yeah. And so, uh, I'm thinking of something, but let me stay to the subject. <laughs> yeah. So, so uh, things that are not, that, that are not necessarily sinful. You know, I have to check myself, you know, is this thing good or bad? How is it affecting me, good or bad? Yeah. Now, if it has a potential of affecting me bad, I don't go that route. Now, when, I, when there are movies about nudity, you know, naked people, and you say, ah, it's just a movie. No, it's not just a movie. It's a bad practice. Yeah. That bad practice is going to somehow, unaware it has affected you into that lifestyle. 
practice makes permanent. Yeah. Yeah. So, you, we have to be led by the Spirit. In the church, we don't preach uh, the don'ts. You know, don't do this, don't do that. We just give you the word. Be led by the Spirit of God. You know, and uh, you know, we're just giving you guidelines. You know, that there are some things you know, that might not be good for you. Yeah. And so, the issue here is to sift, you know, what is good, what is bad. You know. So, it's not to say, oh, no, stop uh, watching movies or don't go to the cinemas, you know. No, it's about what is it that is, that is good. Is, is the, if, if this is bad, I should not, you know, uh, do that because it's going to affect me. But if it's something good, I can uh, go ahead and do that, you know, and watch it. Right? One, two, one, two. No response. It makes me nervous. <clears throat> and so, the Bible says here that uh, we confirm our calling. For if we practice these qualities, so you, you go to verses before and then you check which, which qualities was he referring to. You know, those good qualities. So we, we do them. You know, we always do the right thing. You treat your fellow sister as your sister. You know, or your your, you know, or your mother if they are older, or your daughter if they are, you know, a younger. So you treat them that way. You see them that way. You never see them as something to abuse or people to take advantage of. You never do that. Are you with me? You always practice what is right. Now, I always ask myself, you know, if I do this to this lady, will I, can I do the same thing to my own sister? Eh? I, we, I only have one sister. You know. can, will I do this, the same thing to my own sister? If the question is no, then I should uh, respect that person. Are you with me? So it's practicing. So when you, you do those, you are building a stamina to always do the right thing. You know, a spiritual stamina. Yeah. So you, you do the same thing about the brother. So if I have a brother, you know, sh can I allow him to do this? Or can I do this to him? You know, if the answer is no, then... That's my brother. I treat him as my brother. Are you with me, church? Yeah. And so we do that. Yeah. God says that we need to practice good qualities. We do them over and over again. You know, good qualities. That will build your spiritual stamina. And one thing good about spiritual stamina is that 
it affects all areas of your life. So it goes beyond what you are doing. You know, and it is uh, affecting all areas of your life. So we need to make sure that we are building a spiritual stamina. We are practicing what is right as children of God. When I see uh, uh, your, your hundred rand sticking off your you know, uh, pocket, you know, I should not be thinking that you know, God answers miraculously. You know, and no, I should not be thinking about that. If there is anything that I have to do about it, is to come to you and say, please make sure that your money is well packed. Never take advantage of anybody. We practice these things, we do them, it becomes part of our nature. That's what a Christian is, right? That's, when you talk about Christianity, that's what Christianity is all about. Doing what is right. If Christ has come unto our lives, then our lives need to change. Our lives need to show that we belong to Christ. Amen? Yeah. And so, when we do this, the Bible says that we won't fall. You know, we won't fail. You know, we won't be disappointed. God will always be with us you know, because we are doing this thing. Hallelujah. Let's say this together. Father God, I thank you that you're helping me to always practice what is right. To always do what is right. In Jesus' name. I thank you, God, that by your help, I will always do what pleases you. It does not matter whether I think it's not necessary or it's necessary. But as long as you say it in your word, I will do it. I will practice it. And I know that by practicing it, I will be building a stamina in my life. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Let's give God a hand of praise. Hallelujah. You gain something from the Lord? Yes. Praise God. So let's be doers of the word and do what God says in his way. Amen. God bless you.